Welcome to today's Four Peas podcast. Today's podcast, we will be talking to someone who wrote a book that you would swear up and down. If you read it, you would think it's fiction, but it is actually true. It is a horror story in your own home. And honestly, this is a story where it is a warning. It is everything that, um, I mean, it is a stunning story, but we'll be back right after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back. Today's guest is going to really keep you wanting more. There are going to be so many questions that you are going to want answered after this episode. You will definitely go to the podcast notes and you will get the book and you will read his book. The book is titled The Third Gift, My Dance with the Devil and Her Mother. It is an intriguing book. Honestly, I thought that this was uh, a fiction. It's not a fiction at all. Uh, and again, like I said, this is where you are going to want to ask uh, more questions and the questions will not be answered in this. I don't have enough time uh, to answer the questions in this podcast. There's a couple things. Uh, you're probably wondering when you start listening to one of the questions, and I will answer this question. You're like, what does this have to do with four Ps? And if you've been listening for a while, we've had a couple episodes, a couple, a lot of episodes. And my episodes, I always take the whole approach to people. I believe that personal and professional, they are intertwined. You are a complete person. And you know what? If you are at work and you had a bad day at home, you're taking that bad day at home into work. Guaranteed. If you are at work and you had a bad day at work, you are going to take pieces of that bad day at work home. That's just the way it is. It happens all the time. We always say, well, there's there's the work me and then there's the, the home me. And that's true to an extent. However, you're still a person. You're still carrying that. You're still carrying that, that feeling. You can't sit there and have a bad day at work and you can't take that mood and that, that whatever it is into the house and just say, okay, well, it's over. I'm at home now. We're done. You can't do it. It's almost impossible. It carries over. So when I approach the four p's i always approach it as a as a whole person your purpose if your purpose if you have a professional purpose that is going to affect your personal life if you have a personal purpose that's going to affect your professional life that's just the way it is if you want to be a great father or mother or or wife or or whatever you are going to have to make there's a thing called opportunity costs and you're going to have to balance those costs and the thing is, is you have to make right decisions and right balances. And one of those areas is in marriage. Now, I will say this. I am the last person that you want to get marriage advice from. That is it in a nutshell. And I am uh, almost a little bit ashamed to say that. But, you know, I have to be honest. You know, sometimes you have to make sure you know what your strengths and weaknesses are. And um, <laughs> marriage is, is probably uh, not... Uh, uh, one of my strengths. I'm sure I've seen people get married and I know people I uh, have been married from high school and they've been married 30 some odd years. And, and I, 
That's just not me. But I will say this. I do understand people. and I do understand their approach. And from the experiences that I had in matrimony, I have learned a lot of valuable lessons. And hopefully it's made me a better person uh, in the long run. But there's sometimes you make decisions and it's not your fault. Sometimes there are things that you do, there are, there, are, there are, are, are decisions you make with other people in your life, and the other person is the one that honestly um, just wrecks it, and, and that does happen. Now, there's, you know, it always takes two to tangle, and we always hear this, and, and, and that is a true statement, but there are some times when you pick people in your network, you pick people in your marriage, you pick people that you hang out as friends, you pick people that you want to have a professional relationship with, and something goes wrong fast because you may have true intentions. You may have uh, all of the right things that you you want to have happen in that relationship where the other person may not have the true intentions and they may actually be out there to sabotage um, your, your, your relationship. It could be marriage. It could be anything. So you want to be careful with that. The story that you're going to hear from uh, J.D. McCabe is a story that oh, that is probably the most extreme you can ever get. And unfortunately, it was done within the confines of a marriage. We'll be right back with J.D. McCabe right after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Hello and welcome back to the Four Peace Podcast. You know, marriage and people building is something that we talk about a lot. In well, we don't talk a lot about marriage, but we do talk about people building a lot in our episodes. It is important in order for you to achieve your purpose and to plan properly and to and to maintain that passion and to be persistent that you have the right people around you to be successful. You know, there's a book out right now called The Third Gift. It's My Dance with the Devil and Her Mother, and this is a book written by J.D. McCabe, and it's a book that uh, I read, and I've been married before, and I know a lot of people know a little bit about my backstory, but, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of people in, in the audience that's been married and maybe married a couple times, but uh, this story here by J.D. is something that I really want you to hear. Uh, J.D., welcome to the program. Uh, Trunus, thank you very much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be on be on your platform here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And before we go on with the book itself, I do want to say that uh, the uh, uh, pro proceeds from your book, some of the proceeds from your book actually goes to the Austin Schilling Memorial Scholarship or Foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Austin Schilling, um, he was decorated military. He was 26 years old um, when he took his took his own life stateside. Unfortunately, I'm very good friends with his his father. Um, I wasn't aware of the whole situation because I was in the middle of my own hell and, and nightmare at the time. But when I reconnected with Doug and that was one of the blessings of what I went through was, you know, restoring old friendships and making new ones. But when I reconnected with Doug, I found out about it and I felt a calling to try to use some of the proceeds from my book to support his um, endowment fund that he's established in his son's name at Appalachian State for ROTC and for leadership, you know, a leadership program for 
the military. So I've, I've been blessed enough to support Doug a little bit, and I hope to do more. And there are a few other nonprofits that I'm supporting with the proceeds as well. Well, thank you very much. So if you do purchase this book, remember that you are helping a lot of causes uh, through your purchase. Now, I will say that I don't even have to tell you that these are the purchase in this book is an act of, of, of giving. This book, um, it, it, it is almost fiction. I mean, if you read this book, it's like I have seen movies like this and it, it, it's just tell us a little bit about the book, um, my third, uh, the third gift and my dance with the devil. Yeah, there is there is something in it for everybody. I mean, in in brief, if I can take a 360 page book and boil it down into kind of my journey, my journey now or over the last several years has been a journey of rediscovery, finding myself again after I've been hollowed out and I rediscovered myself through discovering all of the secrets that she had in our marriage. So perception is reality. And at the time I thought I was in a happy, stable marriage. <clears throat> Things were good for 17 years and then all hell broke loose. And essentially trueness, the short version is everything that she had been accusing me of doing. She was actually doing so massive infidelity, hidden prescription, drug addiction. Um, I would discover that, um, about a year after we separated, I would discover that my health reasons were caused by chronic exposure to arsenic through a positive hair and nail test. And the title of the book couldn't be any more perfect, a third gift. The first two gifts are my kids. They're young adults now and they're thriving. But the, the third gift is once we separated, she made the accusation I gave her sexually transmitted herpes. And it was that accusation that opened my eyes to take a look at five years of medical claims, five years of pharmacy claims. And this is when I began to uncover the truth. I would be able to see, begin to start to gain some of my emotional freedom back by recognizing, okay, I, I had nothing to do with the demise of my marriage, um, but I had isolated myself and um, enabled her really to steal my identity and to hollow me out. And for me to be begin to believe that okay, maybe there is an issue with you. So uh, I, I don't know if you're, you or your listeners are familiar with the concept of gaslighting and projection, but uh, that is essentially what I went through. In addition to the discoveries of her hidden prescription drug addiction and using our kids to fill 600 days worth of amphetamines in their names, I also spent nine days, excuse me, in a psychiatric facility. So I had been misdiagnosed with bipolar two. She was writing letters behind my back to um, my psychiatrist and my family practitioner at the time. And I would discover that as we journeyed towards our alimony trial and our domestic violence trial. And we subpoenaed medical records and I collected my own medical records. And I discovered these letters uh, that she was writing behind my back two days before I was involuntarily committed. So she was she is uh, wickedly brilliant and you know set me up and hollowed me out. And, you know, the mistake that I made is that I told nobody about what was going on. I come from right. a large family. I had a nice not network of, you know, friends and professional colleagues, but I didn't tell anybody. The only way people found out, my two brothers came to town after I was involuntarily committed. So I spent nine days across two different psychiatric facilities with a police escort or transport in between the two facilities. Wow. So in a nutshell, the world, my world collapsed. I had no idea or no explanation for what was going on. 
the only thing that I could lean on, and there's there's a lot in the story, there's a lot packed in there, is her alleged autoimmune disease. And okay. so early in our marriage, you know, she started having some symptoms or at least complaining of some symptoms. And I trusted her with my life, um, ironically. And um, we would later discover that her alleged autoimmune disease is not real. So as we moved forward with our alimony trial, they were going to claim that she's too sick because of her disease to ever work full time again. And I'm going to need to pay her 17 years of alimony and all sorts of stuff. So certainly we wanted to dig into her medical records and a prominent clinic down in Florida <clears throat> stated the exact opposite. You know, she went there twice and she, she saw specialist after specialist after specialist. So, uh, and they essentially said she doesn't have an autoimmune disease. And if she does, she has a very, very minor form of it. So very complex woman more than likely was married to somebody with borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. Additionally, she probably had Munchausen's or factitious disorder. And many believe that her poisoning of me with the arsenic, I was her proxy. So it was Munchausen's by proxy. Okay. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot packed in there. Yeah. Now, you said you had two kids. Uh, did she ever um, uh, do anything malicious to the children or did she, were they mm -hmm. were not in her sight? Yeah, fortunately, my they, they both had to endure their high school. My daughter had to endure her high school years and my son his college years. So he was away at college. But as I look back on it now, Trunus, I, I would see that my daughter was also a proxy for her. She would begin to make my daughter believe that my daughter might have an autoimmune disease. My daughter might have an anxiety issue. Uh, so she would start parading her to different doctors as well. Um, and yeah, but fortunately that my son was out of the home. I lost my daughter for two years. I was alienated from her. My favorite chapter in the book, and I thank you for supporting it and reading it, but my favorite chapter as you read was is Hi Daddy, chapter 19, when she came back into my life. So fortunately, she was old enough to begin to see things for herself. And she mm -hmm. recognized mom in a drug withdrawal when she came home from high school one day. And I know that she was in a drug withdrawal because we were separated and I began to watch her medical claims and pharmacy claims like a hawk. And I want to state that I had full legal access to it because I was the primary cardholder for our insurance and I paid all the medical bills. I just never realized ever all the information I had right at my fingertips. I had right. five years of this stuff, which helped me to build out the fact that she pretty much had she pretty much had contracted every STD out there. And this is the first discovery I made was the, the hidden prescription drug addiction. So it was not only amphetamines, but it was benzos, it was mood stabilizers. And, and uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure how she's still alive today, but she is. So, so now my question is, is there, uh, because the arsenic and all these other things that happened, were there ever criminal charges filed against her? Excellent question. There were not. So again, I had gone through this when we were, happily married and I use happily in quotations. I, I used to be a pretty good sized guy. I used to go 250, 255. In the book, I, well, I was I was gracious to myself. I said two and a quarter. But as I look back on pictures now, uh, man, I was big. I was big. So in the spring of 2014, I started losing. I lost 35 pounds in less than six weeks. I just started mm -hmm. working out a little bit. I switched from Coke to Diet Coke. And I thought, this is this is a miracle diet here. Uh, but then I started experiencing some symptoms. 
uh, I was evaluated for leukemia, early onset of Parkinson's, um, Alzheimer's, you name it, they couldn't find anything. So ultimately, I'd spend my time in a psych facility, stay in the marriage inexplicably for another six or seven months. We would separate. And then it was at that point that all the legal stuff started happening. And so I put my health on the back burner. Interestingly enough, I started feeling better, you know, other than the stress and the anxiety of going through a divorce and separation. But um, so it was about a year after we separated that I discovered it through a positive hair and nail test. Uh, I believe she was putting it in my protein powder, which I started taking in, under the advisement of my son when I started working out. So I went to the cops once I had the positive test and they said, there's nothing we can do unless you have direct evidence linking it to her. At that point, in spite of a court order, she had restored her phone to factory settings. She wiped computers clean. So we had very little to discover as we moved towards the trial. And I had forensic experts involved. I had STD experts involved and uh, I was spending money faster than I could make it. Yeah, that, we that, had a police, the authority said that there was nothing that they could do. And, and since I've been online promoting the book on my various platforms, man, I've received thousands of messages from people that have been in similar situations where they believe they've either been poisoned with antifreeze or arsenic or whatever. And I've, I've actually had a couple of people write to me to thank me for writing the book because they discovered that their fathers who had been remarried and were elderly or older were they believe were being poisoned by their their new stepmother and all that stuff so folks have made some discoveries as a result of kind of what i've put out there wow and now this is going to be a very difficult question because again like i said i mean i'm i'm, I'm thinking and i don't want to say that i'm the most rational person in the world because i'm not but what what was the motive i mean what triggered all this this behavior and there's been some new enlightenment so and again i thank you for the opportunity to be on be on your platform i've probably been on 35 or 40 podcasts but with each one it's kind of i i come up with some either some new discoveries or it's part of part of my my healing journey but she wanted me gone but the, there's other complexities in the book um Folks have told me that her first target, her first victim was her father. And these, these are therapists, licensed therapists. I was just on a podcast called The Shrink Show, and they opened my eyes to this. And they said, no, her first victim was her father. And once he passed away, she moved on to you. And then once you were out of the picture, she moved on to your kids. Mm -hmm. And then she moved on to her mother, who was her, was her best friend. Her mother has since passed away. Um, as well, but um, it, it was interesting. So I, I, she, she wanted me gone. She never took an interest in our finances, but out of the blue, wanted to know about life insurance, wanted to know about our investments, wanted to know about you know anything financially within within the marriage. She never took an interest in any of that, and uh, I, I missed a lot of red flags along the way that I should have sat up and said, hmm, why is why is she asking to see my phone? Why is she asking to go through my emails? I had nothing to hide. So I guess that was part of me that said, go, go ahead, go through it. Take a look. There's nothing, nothing in there. Mm -hmm. But I should have returned the favor and said, let me, let me see what you got in your phone. Let me go through your emails. But a lot of the signs and symptoms that I started to see with her, the accusations, the paranoia, the delusions, I chalked up to her alleged autoimmune disease. 
it clouded things for me. Knowledge, knowledge can be power, but it can also be dangerous. And it clouded things for me because in my line of work, I had access to rheumatologists. I had access to neurologists that I could talk to privately. And they'd say, yes, yeah, somebody with that autoimmune disease, it can begin to attack their cognitive ability, their brain and so forth. So I, I kind of swept under the rug a lot of what I was seeing. Um, when I discovered the hidden prescription drug addiction, then of course, a lot more of it made sense based on the meds that she was taking. But yeah, she she wanted me gone. And as I look at it now, and what those young ladies had said to me a few weeks ago, my kids haven't seen her and it's a blessing, but my kids haven't seen her in four years. They don't talk to her anymore. They had to remove the, the toxicity from their lives, but she could care less. She hasn't done anything to reach out to them. You know, there's ways to get a hold of people these days, you know, and yeah. uh, she's made no effort to reach out to them because she can no longer victimize them. Wow. Well, one thing I have to admit that uh, the the persistence and the way you overcame such a tragic, I mean, that 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 can stop a person in their tracks mentally, uh, physically, and also spiritually and emotionally. And for you to keep going and you're living a great life now, um, I, I have to commend you on that. I really do. I think you're, you know, again, you, you recovered or you're recovering yep. uh, at a, at a, at a very good pace and uh, life seems to be very good for you now. Um, the book is again, is called my third gift and it's called my, it's like, I'm sorry, it's called the third gift and my dance with the devil and her mother. And you can get that on Amazon. And I will also leave a link in the podcast notes for this book. Uh, again, like I said, once you start reading it, it is very hard for you to put it down. Now, with that being said, you know, don't start looking at, at your spouse now that's there and probably okay and just like sitting there wondering because to be honest with you, there are some things in that book that does get you like, hey, man, I remember. But just, you know, just read the book and and, and read it. Uh, it's a great book. And also, you know what the funny thing is, is with this book, there are certain things in that book that even outside of marriage, it is there are some signs that you could see in people that are around you. Uh, and it's something that you can look at. And people like JD's ex-wife, they exist and they exist yeah. uh, maybe not to that extreme, but they are all around us at all times. And it's 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 very uh, important that you are mindful that uh, not everybody that is around you or in your network really are for you. So right. make sure you watch that. JD, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I don't want to say enjoy. That's something that you can't enjoy. But that is something that I hope you learned a lot. I heard, I hope you are intrigued. I really do want you to buy the book. Like I said, I am confident there are a lot of questions that were not answered in this episode. Get the book. Read it. It's a fantastic book. You can get it on Amazon. I have the link to buy the book along with the website um, in, in the podcast notes. 
one thing is when you do buy this, uh, it is some of the proceeds are going to the Austin Schilling Foundation. Please, you know, again, like I said, this is a an honorable uh, vet who, um, for whatever reason, um, decided to take his own life. That happens way too many times uh, with military people. Um, and so, please, if you could do anything to help with that found uh, with that foundation, please do. The podcast notes will be in for that foundation. Uh, the the link will be in the podcast notes for the foundation as well. You guys have a great day tomorrow. We're going to be a lot lighter. And as a matter of fact, we have a group that is on tomorrow that is just uh, phenomenal. Uh, great group out of Rochester, New York called Prime Time Funk. So you know what we're going on that. I will be back tomorrow. See you later.